This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Kiesi. Well, I had an interesting paper that I wanted to look at. It did not answer all of my questions, but it was an interesting <laughs> paper nonetheless. This actually came um, uh, from BMC Pediatrics um, out of China, um, and it was factors influencing C-reactor protein status on admission in neonates after birth. And I will preface this by saying, obviously, CRPs, depending on where you work, are either in favor or out of favor. <laughs> Um, but I just thought it was an interesting, and since, uh, and since the paper is coming out of China, I'm going to mention something there. We are looking to expand the podcast in Mandarin. So if, if yes. you know somebody who is of Chinese descent or who is Chinese or who speaks Mandarin, um, please let us know. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for that. And so what they did basically, this was a retrospective cross-sectional, uh, analysis of 872 neonates born at Xiang, yeah. That's how you say it, hospital in Central South University between January 2020 and December 2020 that were admitted to the neonatal ICU within two hours of birth. So basically, all these infants had CRPs measured on admission. And then they basically looked back at what were their other characteristics. So they had a total of 820 neonates enrolled, and the neonates were categorized into two groups based on whether or not they had a high CRP which is greater than or equal to 8 milligrams per liter, um, or a low CRP, which was less than the 8 milligrams per liter group, okay? In the more than 8, more than or equal to 8 group, there were 163, there were 98 males, 65 females, the mean gestational age was 37.7 plus or minus 3 weeks, and in the low CRP group, there were 657 cases, most of the cohort, 365 males, 292 females with a mean gestational age of 35. So they found statistical differences in gestational age, birth weight, premature rupture of membranes uh, greater than, uh, sorry, not premature, prolonged rupture of membranes greater than or equal to 18 hours, um, antenatal steroids, placenta previa, maternal autoimmune diseases, intrahepatic cholestasis of pregnancy, mode of delivery, they were specifically looking at cesarean uh, delivery, and um, MAS between the two groups. So gestational age and birth weight in CRP uh, greater, than, greater than or equal to 8 group was significantly higher than, uh, sorry, the gestational age and birth weights were larger in the um, greater than 8 group. So Gestational ages and birth weights were lower in the less than eight group, which was interesting. Um, and the infant incidence rate of CRP greater than or equal to eight was significantly higher when neonates were exposed to prolonged rupture of membranes greater than 18 hours, when they were exposed to maternal autoimmune diseases and meconium aspiration, other things about in inflammation there. And they were significantly lower when newborns were exposed to antenatal steroids, placenta previa. Um, and cesarean delivery, as well as intrahepatic cholestasis. Then they looked at a univariate logistic regression, and they again found that gestational age and birth weight were positively associated with a CRP greater than or equal to 8. And the risk of the CRP greater than or equal to 8 increased by 26% for each week increase in gestational age, and this was statistically significant. Antenatal steroids, placenta previa, and cesarean delivery were negatively associated still with CRP greater than or equal to 8, um, with a 53% uh, reduction uh, for antenatal steroids and 82% uh, 
uh, reduction for placenta previa and a 69% reduction um, in motor delivery or C-section. Um, and then uh, prolonged rupture of membranes greater than 18 hours was positively associated with an increased risk of CRP by 77% or an increased risk of elevated CRP, I should say. Maternal autoimmune disease also positively associated with a, uh, a 367% and uh, meconium aspiration also positively associated with CRP greater than or equal to 8. They went ahead and did a multivariate analysis, and again, the results showed that larger gestational age and maternal autoimmune disease had a significant association with a CRP greater than or equal to 8, and these were stable even when adjusting for the other confounding factors. Cesarean delivery, at the same time, had, a, again, a negative correlation with a CRP greater than or, or equal to 8. And then um, they actually took a little closer look at gestational age and CRP, and they have a really nice graph there that I put in my folder for you. Um, but they did a kind of logistic regression, and um, they found what they called an inflection point. So it's really kind of the, the nadir at 33.9 weeks. So on the left side of the inflection point, so basically 25 weeks to 33.9 weeks, um, the younger the, the babies. Yeah, the relationship is linear. That's right. And the younger babies had higher CRPs and they kind of downtrend to 33 uh, weeks. Um, and so they said it was reduced by 28% with each week of gestational age. And then, so it was lowest at 33.9 weeks. And then from 33.9 weeks to 42 weeks, you saw the inverse uh, is true. So the CRPs were more likely to be elevated the older the baby was, with an increase by 61% with each week of uh, gestational age. So what I really wanted at the end of the paper was them to tell me which kids actually had sepsis and infection, but they didn't tell us that, uh, unfortunately. And, and there's okay. probably people um, that have been screaming in their headphones since you began to like, why would you get a CRP on a newborn? <laughs> <And> mission? <laughs> well, they wanted to study the CRP. That's why they did it. Um, I know. And there are still units across the world that are using CRPs on a regular basis. So and listen, listen, it's, it's, it's the CRPs live with the residuals. We all agree that maybe we shouldn't do it. And yet we all still have them once in a while. So, yeah. But I thought this was interesting, and it's just a reminder of what the CRP even is. And it, it's a marker of inflammation, not necessarily yes. infection. Um, but it was interesting to see which of what things, yeah. you know, uh, bumped up the CRP. We were just talking about this in the unit about CR CRPs and vaccination. Um, but it was interesting. Thank you for listening to the Incubator Podcast. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or the Apple Podcast website. You can find other episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the podcast app of your choice. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to send us questions, comments, or suggestions to our email address, nikupodcast at gmail.com. You can also message the show on Instagram or Twitter at nikupodcast or through our website, at www.the-incubator.org. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care professional. Thank you.